Hello and welcome to the Cove's Body, Mind and Soul series. In this episode, we will be looking at the Sikh religion. Our guest speaker today is Sadar Ajmir Singh Gill, who is the President of the National Sikh Council of Australia and is currently a member of the Religious Advisory Council for the Australian Defence Force. We are also joined today by Chaplain Isaac Khan, who will be assisting us with the interview. Sadar, welcome and thanks for supporting the Cove. My first question for you today is what is the Sikh religion and can you provide a brief overview of the Sikh faith framework? Hi, this is the Sikh faith is actually known as Sikhi rather than Sikhism. Yep. It's one of the five faith traditions. It's based on the teachings of Guru Nanak and nine Sikh gurus that followed him. Generally, Sikhs are a peaceful people, but there's a very strong, strong sense of justice and human rights. The words really means a student, a student of the meaning of life. It's a practical faith, and Sikhs are pragmatic people. The emphasis really is on living a worldly, successful life as a householder and contributing member of society, but with an awareness of God, who we look at as the eternal truth. We don't have any distinctions on caste, creed, or color, or whatever. And as a monotheistic religion, it stresses equality of all men and women. There are three periods of meeting tests. Right, an honest living, an honest day's work, and sharing with others what God has given us. Definitely, humanity is one of the big ones, right? As you can see when they do seva for vegetarian meals at any time, anywhere, without being organized. Right? It is just ingrained in them and they get up and do it. They organize themselves. Where the framework is concerned, I would say, unlike Christianity and other religions, the Sikhs don't have a hierarchy of priesthood or diocese. As they establish equality among all the Sikhs, and they are able to conduct all religious services if they have the knowledge and capability, there is no necessity for that structure. There is also no formalized theology, theology education, and education comes to them by learning from their parents as a family. Family units are pretty strong, and also going to the local place of worship, the Gurudwara, and learning from the wiser people there. In order to support Sikhs in the ADF, the Sikh Council works with its member associations across Australia and via RACs as well as Sikhs in the ADF. Support is available to them through the national and international networks as well and from people with various skills and experiences. Thanks very much. How does the Sikh faith support a believer? And what difference does it make to the individual? But Sikhs support both believers and non-believers equally. 
those who follow CT can tap into the core tenets of selfless service, meditation, honest living, as well as reaching out to fellow Sikhs in the area, or those close to their postal location through the Sikh community. The Gurdwaras, the places of Sikh worship, local and online community groups, rights is able to support them to connect members through to appropriate support personnel for spiritual and pastoral care. We can promote the concept of Jadikala or perpetually high spirits. And irrespective of an individual's circumstances, encourages them as through meditation and remembering the Almighty, honest living and service to society, we can turn our state of mind around and be optimistic for the low times are necessary. We appreciate the high times. And uh, and how does the Sikh faith support defence capability? Sikh values are actually very well aligned with defence values of protecting and serving others. The faith itself brings a sense of equality, fairness, and selfless service to everyone, irrespective of their faith or belief. Defense capability requires people who can deliver, who can create high-performing teams and environments, and those who have high levels of integrity and courage. These are really the core components of a Sikh's way of life. Sikh values are really defense values. And Sikhs have a long history of serving in defense units. And how can a local commander support an adherent to the Sikh faith? But Sikhs in the area are comprised of different types of followers of the faith. Some are initiated, they were Durban, Sikh Anchon hair, Anchon facial hair, and may even wear a good then there are those who adhere to the principles of Sikhi without some of the external signs. Some will wear a turban but have a thin beard. Others may have short hair and be clean shaven. Some may be pure vegetarian, others not. Some may need to pray at specific times of the day. This, is, this can be absolutely confusing for others in the area. And therefore, it's important for the local commanders to understand where a Sikh may be in his or her journey within the Sikh faith and allow for some flexibility. The Sikh Council is happy to work with rights, area chaplains and local commanders to ensure that there is awareness of the faith and the need for flexibility can be discussed. It is not warranted, but cases should be discussed with the member, as well as the chain of command and the Sikh Rex members. And we're willing to support those cases, and we have been doing so, to advise captains and others that, yes, this is reasonable, no, this is not a reasonable request. Can you just explain um, what are the praying requirements on a daily, weekly basis that a commander needs to understand, along with any um, food um, dress or anything like that that a commander should understand if he has some of the Sikh faith in his unit? Well, the prayer is concerned. A Sikh may be, can pray anytime, anywhere. They don't need any special conditions to pray. 
they do it on their own or as a group. But either way, they can pray at any time. Some of them, as I said, want to pray many times a day because that has been the routine going up. And uh, are there any special dietary requirements? Diet-wise, some of them are vegetarian, some of them are not. The vegetarians can be strict vegetarians, which means they will not touch any meat or other products. Some will eat meat, but will not eat beef. So there are a lot of variations, but these are the main ones. Are there any special Mm -hmm. um, dress requirements? There are no special dress requirements where the uniform is concerned, except we have suggested that turban should be of a standard color and a standard design. Otherwise, you'll have a huge unnecessary variety, which is not the uniform. Is there anything else you wanted to add that you think will help people out? Okay, great. I'll, I'll perhaps I'll, I'll throw it. I'll throw to Padre now. Padre, have you got any questions for Sadar? Sadar Gil. Sadar Gil. How are you? How are you? So I know a little bit about your culture. Um, you must be from Pakistan. No, I'm not. I was born in Fiji, but uh, my heritage goes to uh, both uh, southern part of India, northern part of India, and into Afghanistan. So it's it's quite eclectic. <laughs> You've been around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, ten, ten years ago, I um, I had the um, the the opportunity to visit Sandhurst. Sandhurst is where British Army officers are trained, and I noticed a lot of memorabilia there in the in the mess that uh, of of the of the Punjabi and and the Sikh. Involvement with the British Army going back close to 400 years, and mm-hmm. and like the Nepalese Gurkhas, you know they have a very very long history, and also with the Australians, you know that they they fought alongside us at Gallipoli, yes. and um, yeah, my my question to you is, you know, like I've, I know even the Indian Army has a has a large percentage per population of, of Punjabis and Sikhs, you know, uh, probably a, a larger proportion than than what they population percentages. So my, my question is, you know, what, what makes them so so good and, and so famous as when it comes to soldiering? Well, it is their loyalty to the cause. If they uh-huh. have committed stuff, they are loyal to that cause and they will fight for it at, as long as they have to. Right? Yeah. There are two ways about that in their attitudes. I mean, the farmers' strike in India was a good example. Right? Yes. Out of the woodwork, they all got together and they stayed the course. So okay. that's what it's all about. Eh? Once they're committed, they will go. There's no rejoin. In fact, I've organized a few exhibitions of Sikh military history in Sydney and that, that's a good array of information there that we might be able to put across in Canberra. Very good. Thank you. So, Siddharth, thank you very much for your time today. We at the COVID are grateful for the very valuable information you have provided, and I'm sure this will definitely assist our listeners. 
We also thank our listeners for tuning in. Our next talk continues with the Eastern faith and will concentrate on Buddhism. If you have any questions, please feel free in contacting soldiercove at gmail.com and we will be sure to get back to you. Don't forget to download the Cove app. It's PME in your pocket anywhere, anytime.